Hey everyone, it's Amelia Reinhardt here, and today we're starting off this episode with a bit of a disclaimer. So I do just have to let you guys know that if you are easily offended by explicit content or things that happen in the bedroom, then I would probably consider skipping out of this episode. Now, mind you, it's not going to get specific and super graphic, but I just am wary that there are going to be some themes that we touch on today that may be sensitive for others. So... If you're not feeling super comfortable, that is totally fine. Thank you so much for your support. And I will do my best to continue releasing episodes every week. Not every episode is going to be like this. So you're more than welcome to re-listen to my old ones or wait for my new ones. Otherwise, for those who will be sticking around, again, thank you so much for your support. And let's get into the episode. Confession. My 24-hour record is four. Yep. Four different guys in four different instances, all within the span of 24 hours. Now, I'm sure there are a few of you guys who have trumped that by far with flying colors. However, Thinking back on that now, for me, four is a lot. I mean, me seeing two guys in the span of a week is way too much. I remember at the time I did feel quite empowered, but now that I think back on it, it's just exhausting. I don't even really know how it happened, which is why I thought it would be a good idea to break it down today. Because I remember that each of those men were very different from each other. Thinking back on it, if you had them all in a lineup, you would not be able to tell what my taste is at all. But I hope wherever you are, whatever you're doing, and wherever you're going while you're listening to this, that you're in a happy place. My name is Amelia Reinhardt, and these are my confessions and misadventures. Do you guys remember Smog from the previous episode? So here's the thing. He's actually boy number one in this instance. And all of this happened after our second date. See, when you're a single person and you're kind of playing the field, you learn to schedule things and take opportunities where you find them. In this case, I had scheduled the date with Smog quite well because I'd planned it so that I would go to his house and go straight to work from there. I was working the late shift that day, so it all just kind of fell into place. So here I was on the train ride to work when all of a sudden I get a text message. It's from Tom. Now, like I said, when you're single, you want to take any opportunity you can get, especially when you're just not really committed to anyone and not really wanting to commit. Tom was one of those people. So when he messaged me and told me that he had a free night that night and that he wasn't working till late tomorrow, 
I also was kind of keen on this because the thing with Tom and I, we actually lived, I, I believe it was about two, two and a half hours or so. I thought, why not between us? So not only was it really hard to organize something because of the distance, but also it, it was just a lot of effort. And we would always have to find a halfway point in order to kind of meet up. He arranged everything. He said that he was going to organize a hotel room in the city. And because it was an opportunity that came up and it doesn't come up very often, I agreed. So I went to work and there was quite a buildup because obviously I was still working. I was still going to have to work that day. But I was looking forward to what was going to happen later because we all know what happens in hotel rooms, right? Again, I'm not going to go into detail. Don't worry. But if I'm honest, there really isn't much to go into here. Because you see, what happened was as soon as I turned up at the meeting place, and the door shut behind me, he was on me like a mollusk, a really gross mollusk. He, it was like an octopus that was clinging to a rock for dear life. It was just a terrible experience, all 30 seconds of it. And I'm not exaggerating. That's how long we were together for, 30 seconds. Because here's what happened. After he finally pulled himself away, he asked me to put a blindfold on. So I did. As I was doing so, I hear him send a text message. Now for all of you Apple users out there, you will know that very distinctive boop that happens after you send a text. It's the one that sounds really loud after you send something really risky or after you send something really confronting to someone. You know what I mean. I heard that tone and I didn't think anything of it until two seconds later, his phone rings. That phone call lasted about three sentences, actually three words really, because all I heard was, hello, what, really? Hangs up. I take off the blindfold and I'm like, hey, is everything okay? And this guy is pretty much already halfway out the door. He turns to me and says, yeah, uh, my dog's gone missing. And he's standing there like he's thinking of the most plausible excuse. And to be fair, giving him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe his dog didn't run away while he was gone. Was I convinced though? Not really. This guy had an escape route planned right from the very beginning. And apart from the fact that I was being ditched in a really dingy kind of hotel room, I mean, wouldn't you be pissed about wasting all of those resources? I mean, he drove two hours away. So that's a waste of petrol. Bought the hotel room, well paid for the hotel room and wasted two hours just to drive there just to drive two hours back after hanging out for all of 30 seconds. I mean, come on. Although 
props to me. I don't think I've scared anyone away in less amount of time, if I'm honest. But, you know, to each their own. I'll never know if that was a real story or not. I'll never know if his dog really did run away. Either way, here I was, stuck in a dingy hotel room by myself. I, I wasn't so disappointed in the fact that he was leaving because, like I said, it just wasn't going to be one of those situations. It's not like it was ever going to be anything substantial. But I think I was just pissed because I had taken the time to meet up with him and I was ditched very quickly. It kind of does things to your self-esteem. So because I was feeling quite down on myself and my ego was absolutely shattered, the first person I thought I would reach out to was my best friend at the time. Now, she had just started a relationship at that point and she was hanging out with her new guy friend so I didn't really want to intrude as well as that it didn't really seem like she was keen on coming and hanging out with me anyway so the only other option was to message another guy <laughs> and here's where we get to guy number three his name his name was Jared Here's the thing, a lot of the people I have hung out with, I will never ever hang out with again. I would never think about reaching out to, I would never think about asking how they are. I just am not interested in establishing any kind of communication with them at all. There are only a select few number of people who I actually really appreciated their company as a person. And he was definitely one of them. The thing with Jared is that he and I just weren't really looking for the same thing. And I guess towards the end, we just realized that we weren't right for each other. That's what happened later on. Let's focus on what happened within this 24 hour time span. Here I was stuck by myself and I was very much playing the damsel in distress. Yeah, maybe I was playing it up a bit, but Really, it's because my ego was hurt and I was ditched and left alone. And at the time, I didn't know how to feel about it. Well, I, I obviously knew how to feel, but at the time, I just... I didn't feel adequate. And so I needed someone to make me feel adequate again. And I called another guy. <laughs> It, it, it's just, I've, when you are someone who has a, who had a low self-esteem like I did, it was just something that you did. Like, one guy doesn't work, move on to the next one. One guy doesn't work, move on to the next one. You know, and I, I don't regret it. I'm just going to put it out there. I was single, I was uncommitted. I could do what I want with my life. Yeah? So... I messaged Jared and me being a damsel in distress, he was so sweet and straight away offered to be my knight in shining armor. And it was actually hilarious because <laughs> he turned up at the door and we were wearing matching outfits and it was just crazy. <laughs> 
but it was very sweet. And he stuck around for a while. I'm not gonna go into any detail about what happened there, but he was very gentle and tender and loving. And his main concern was making sure that I was okay, which I really absolutely appreciated. I think the reason why I appreciate him as a person so much is because of his genuine concern for people. Not just me, I, I, I mean to everyone. There was just an air about him that was so caring and compassionate. And I really, really love that about him. In fact, I love that about any person. And he was the kind of person who would show that to everybody whether he knew them well or barely knew them at all. He was just someone who was so understanding. So when he turned up and he knew that I didn't really want to talk about what happened, mostly because it involved another guy and I didn't want him to know about that. <laughs> I, he just kind of brushed it off and his main priority was making sure that I was all good. And I really appreciated that. So that night ended very well. He left and I was perfectly okay with being alone. And I was even more okay when I suddenly got a message from another guy. <laughs> to put it into context, I was talking to a slew of men at this point in time. Like I said, when you're single, you just, you know, play the field, you go out there, you test the waters. That's what it was. When they say there's plenty of fish out there, there really is. <laughs> and that's what I was doing. So before that night ended, I had another date set up in the morning. And that is when we move on to boy number four. Just to break down the sequence of events up until this point, I had that date with Smog caught the train to work from work I went and met up with Tom spent the night at the hotel room with Jared and the morning after went straight to work from there so by this time we're looking at about uh, an 18 hour or so window and it felt even though it was only 18 hours, it felt like it had already gone for like a week. It was so strange because I remember getting to work that day and as excited as I was to have another date. Because dates are exciting, you know, they're, they're fun. I was absolutely exhausted and I was just wanting to sleep in my own bed. So I went and met up with boy number four, and his name was Bob. Bob was so lovely, by the way. He used to live only about five minutes out from where I was, so it was super easy to organize, and I knew exactly where I was going. He lived right by the beach, so it was beautiful. And from memory, we had organized this when it was summer transitioning to autumn so the weather was perfect it was so funny though because i remember when <laughs> when i finally met up with him he was like oh how was your night <laughs> 
And I had to play it cool and be like, oh yeah, you know, was, you know, didn't do anything special. But really I had this whole escapade anyway. <laughs> um, but it was very typical. We went and got hot chocolates and then had a walk by the beach. And he told me this bizarre story about how he tried having vanilla ice cream with soy sauce once. Hey, you know what guys, don't knock it till you try it. It's not bad. Obviously you're not gonna douse your ice cream with soy sauce, but you know, give it a little bit of a drizzle and see how you feel. It, it's kind of, it's not life changing, but it's definitely a, uh, a cute experiment that you could try. <laughs> um, but no, Bob was a really lovely guy. After this date, actually, I ended up um, hanging out with him uh, quite a few times after that but it just got kind of awkward because he was a friend of a workmate's so I, th I think we knew from the beginning that circumstances were just a bit weird if we got together also I just don't think he ever saw me in that way I don't think he ever really wanted to commit um, which is totally fine like I said I was single I was playing the field it was you know totally cool but I feel bad because I've just kind of complained this whole time about Tom doing an escape route when I did exactly the same thing the following day. See, after spending literally almost 24 hours away from home and having such an adventure or misadventure, <laughs> All I wanted to do was sleep in my own bed. And so prior to me meeting up with Bob, I had messaged my best friend and I told her, hey, would it be okay if you can call me at this time? Now I had organized it so I would still have about an hour and a half or so with him, so it was fine. And it wasn't so much an escape route, it was just kind of a reason to get away in case I didn't have one. We had our date, we hung out, hung out, <laughs> and my best friend called. And that was the end of it. That was the 24-hour misadventure. And like I said in the beginning, oh God, I could never do that again. So exhausting. So I think it was after this whole escapade that I decided it was just going to be best for me to focus on one connection at a time. There's just no issues with double bookings, there's no issues with getting confused between the guy with the dog and the guy who lives halfway across town. Not that I ever really had that issue, but it just makes it so much less complicated. and. You know, as fun as it is to explore options and to see what's out there, the more you explore, the more likely you are to run into disappointment. And look, hey, it's part of life. It really is. And it's totally fine. But I think when you focus on one particular person and kind of spend your time with them, 
not only does it give you more insight into this one person, but it also gives you more time to figure out what you want. See, after this day, I did hang out with Bob quite a lot. We ended up having dinner together. We went to work together. Well, I went to work and he went to university and and we caught the train together. There were a couple of times when we went on a joyride. Um, And actually the last time we ever saw each other, (laughs) I was... (laughs) I picked him up and we didn't, I I hadn't had dinner and I didn't realize he'd already eaten. So I had dinner in my car and he was just kind of sitting there watching me eat. (laughs) It was very awkward, but no, he he was lovely and um, we did have some good times. And it was very interesting because I feel like I wouldn't have appreciated him as a person if I had all of these other connections around me as well. And I really did appreciate him as a person. In fact, I, I do appreciate a lot of the people that I hang out with as people. And I think that's why, because I had the chance to kind of just own in on him. And the other thing is, it gave me so much time to think about what I wanted in life, what I was looking for. And I'm not just talking about relationship-wise. I'm, I'm talking about I got to focus on my independence as much as I wanted to kind of get to know someone and there was just no pressure you know there was just no feeling of having to scramble around because you had all of these other contacts all of these other people that you had to cater to but hey if you want to go out and see seven guys at a time I am not judging in fact all the more power to you you go (laughs) that's amazing for me it was just a choice that I decided to make Because I feel like the more that you give yourself time to focus on yourself, the more you figure out what's going to fulfill you and what you want. Because at the end of the day, what you want is what's going to make you happy. And that's the most important thing. So I sincerely hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would love to hear about it on Twitter. Let me know. My handle is at X. It's also in the description of my podcast. And I hope wherever you are, whatever you're doing, and wherever you're going while you're listening to this, that you're in a happy place. All of the best, everyone. Amelia Reinhardt, signing out. Mm-hmm.